It's the baddest brand in the land for the best media content. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Yeah, now locked in to the champ side and welcome to the 2022 pound for pound rankings. I'm very excited. It's the first day of the new year. And what better way to do it than at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, happy New Year to everyone. Hopefully everyone is safe and well and on their way to being great this year. So let's talk about the pound for pound list. Obviously, the pound for pound list we dropped last year was major. It changed the whole dynamic and conversation around what pound for pound is, because I don't believe it's just defined by one thing. I don't think one particular thing ranks uh, you over every fighter. You know, it's a it's a mixture of resume. It's primarily skill, in my opinion, and also uh, what you see with the eye test. Boxing is so heavily based around opportunities and when you get your opportunity and timing and politics. And we see people who get on these lists um, and they don't stay there very long or they're getting on the list because they got an opportunity that the next person didn't get. And for that reason, the boxing politics can almost dictate who publicly people perceive as the best fighter. But in my opinion, there are fighters who are way more skilled than the guys that are being ranked above them on these lists. And so what you'll see on my list is a mixture of all those things. Resume, skill set, um, their willingness to fight the best, um, a variety of things, not just one thing. So, you know, uh, I didn't get the uh, I was trying to get a sponsorship by Kleenex. Uh, cause we was going to come out with some champ side tissue just in case anyone has some tears or some crying to do over the list, but it didn't get done. So maybe next year in, in two, two, three, but in the two, 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 let's get on down to it. So the top 10, and I got a special surprise for y'all, which you don't even have to wait for. So my number 10 on the pound for pound list is none other than your Dennis Ugas, the Cuban sensation who defeated Manny Pac-Man Pacquiao this year and retired Pacquiao. Um, he was a late replacement to uh, Errol Spence, who had an eye injury, and he came in and he put it down on Manny Pacquiao. I had Manny Pacquiao previously ranked. I believe I had him four on my last list, and uh, I thought that I thought Errol was going to fight Pacquiao last year. And I was almost close to ha uh, being 100% right, but he had an eye injury, and, um, you know, it is what it is. By the way, make sure y'all share this video, share this list, screenshot the list once I move my coverings off of it. That's why I have everything covered, because I don't want to reveal to y'all the answer. But once I, once I, uh, I'll, I'll show y'all where I have, like, you can screenshot it, and you can repost it as well. So make sure that y'all share this again. Don't tell me what uh, this person ranking is and this entity's ranking is and this entity's rankings. And we already have our own. This is the second annual champ side pound for pound list. And guess what is coming with y'all? I got a pleasant surprise for y'all. The women's pound for pound list. Okay. So coming in at number 10 on my women's pound for pound list is Aline Cedarus, who's a unified champion in the same weight class as for Sean Cruz Desern. 
right? She beat Alicia Napoleon. I believe that was her last fight. And uh, she upset Alicia Napoleon. Now, uh, if I recall correctly, she was almost in line to fight uh, a Clarissa Shields. So she is a unified champion in her weight class. I know a lot of people don't really know who she is. She's a big, tough chick. And uh, she's probably going to fight for Sean Cruz Desern for Undisputed uh, very soon. I think they was already scheduled to fight, but the fight got uh, scrapped on the Triller card. So that's my number 10 on the women's side. Back to the men's side. Press one. Smash the like button. I got to charge off of this intellectual property. Okay. We going bold. Again, there's so many reasons why. But all I got to say in my gilly voice, Boots! Boots! Jerron Boots Ennis, number nine, entering on the pound for pound list. How you do that, champ side? Lippinets. Van Heerden, the common opponents he's fighting with. Terrence Crawford and uh, Errol Spence, he's destroying these dudes like he's supposed to. He's leaving no room for error, no room for doubt. And this dude is, the eye test is like, he's booming off the damn eye test, okay? It, the, the eye test says yes. The eyes say yes. Now, I know what y'all thinking. Ugas beat Pacquiao. And Ennis and Ugas in the same weight class. I know what you're thinking. But I got Jerron Boots Ennis beating Ugas. And I got Jerron Ennis doing a lot if they allow him to. If he's given the opportunity to. Last year, he didn't make it for me. I still need to see a little bit more. But this year, the way he stepped up in competition, the way he's been active, the way he's, again, whoever is at the top of these lists, and, and this is the thing, these dudes don't want to fight Boots Ennis. Just go watch his fight. Nah, that's all I'm going to say. Just go watch this man fight and tell me that uh, people want to fight him. He ain't got no belt, right? He ain't got, no, he ain't got nothing to offer you. He's not a pay-per-view star, and he ain't got a belt. But what does he offer, press one? An ass-whipping. So that's why he's number nine. Van Heerden is his common opponent. And that was a bullshit stoppage because he was smoking the shit out of Van Heerden. That's his common opponent with Errol Spence. Trust me, I came prepared. Y'all know anytime I come on here, I came prepared. So bring it on. Like I said, ask your questions and we'll have time for questions. But let's keep it moving. Coming in at number nine on the women's side, I got Michaela Mayer. Okay. Michaela Merritt, she had one of the fights of the year on the women's side. She's doing her thing. She's stepping up her game. Uh, I think she's one of the best women's fighters in the world. Yeah, it's a short bunch of them, but she definitely on the top 10 in my opinion. And uh, she's got the amateur experience. You know, she's been around. Uh, she's a good boxer. And she might be fighting Alicia Baumgartner real soon for Undisputed, right? Unified shit. So I got to give Michaela Merritt her spot on the top 10. Okay, now let's go back to the list. Coming in at number eight, Gervonta Tank Davis. Now, this is an interesting one for me because I had Tank higher last year, but he showed more pound-for-pound pound execution than most, right? He showed us that he could go to 140 and beat a Barrios, right? 
he showed us that he could go to 130, 135, 140. For that reason, I always say that Tank is the definition of pound for pound. But here is my issue with Javante Tank Davis. You must fight one of these names. Cambosis, Haney, Tiafimo Lopez, a, a Gary Russell. I need Tank to fight a champion. I need Tank to get off of this business of boxing thing. Let me fight a Mexican. Let me find a Mexican to beat up on. That's what they're doing with Tank. I think Tank is way better than number eight. But I can't keep giving them credit when guys want to fight him. When he could have fought Lomachenko. And remember, he said, ah, I ain't in no rush to fight Loma. But Tio fought Loma, and Tio got the credit that you should have got. Press one. So Tank ain't fight Loma when he could have. He didn't fight um, uh, uh, Teofimo when he could. Again, if Tank is the star in the small weight classes, then he should be collecting all the belts easy. Press one. This is no knock against Tank, but I can't give you credit no more if you don't step up that competition. Barrios is a hell of a fight. Look, Barrios now fighting Keith Thurman. Great defining win for Tank. But actually... It would have been different if you went to 140 and beat Josh Taylor, press one, or Regis Progray. See, when Regis call out Tank, y'all say, man, Regis a weight bully. Why he don't fight Josh Taylor again? But Barrios was 140 when Tank fought him. I love some Tank, man. Super skilled. Way better than number eight. But damn it, you got to get there through the belts. You got to win some belts. You are someone who politics ain't affecting. You can dictate almost anything. So dictate your weight into the top of the weight, 135. If you had 130, fight Chris Colbert. Fight Shakur Stevenson. Press one. If you had 130, press one. Shakur Stevenson, Gervonta Davis. Shakur, Steve Shakur Stevenson, Burchelt. Somebody. Okay, I need you to collect them belts. I love you, but again... That is why you slid backwards on my list this year. Okay, that would that won't hurt. That won't hurt because I believe Tank. Last year I said Tank the best fighter from one thirty to one forty. Skill wise, underrated defense. Cruz, I believe in Cruz, y'all. Listen, I'm not sleeping on Cruz. I know what Cruz can do. I watched Cruz versus Vargas. It was a clinch fest. Cruz is not on Tank level if Tank is on his shit. Tank still boxed him, but that wasn't the best version of Tank. Don't lie and say it was. So I hope, if anything, this is motivation because Tank is easily top five, in my opinion. Went on, like I said. But at this point, Politics ain't even affecting you. You're starting to get political owners. Okay? I heard you tell you told me Devin is elite. You said all these guys is elite. Right? So he believe in he but like I said, man, I need to see it, man. 
Come on with that comp. You got to get some. But you got to start the unifying. All these reg- Fuck all the regular belts. Right? So I had to spend a little bit of extra time on that because I don't want nobody to get it misconstrued about what I think about Tank. Now, coming in at number eight on the women's side, I got Hannah Gabriels. You know, I think a lot of people forgot about Hannah Gabriels and her skill set. You know, she's going up in weight. She's a fighter who's who's doing different things in different weight classes. I think she's fighting at the highest weight now or wants to fight at the highest weight uh, in the women's division. So I definitely got to give Hannah Gabriels her props. I thought she was, I thought she showed tremendous skill in the Clarissa Shields fight, movement, uh, coordination, very slick on her feet, very uh, agile and can box. So I think even with the loss she got to Clarissa and, you know, the losses that she may have, that she's still a very good fighter. So I think she's definitely one of the top 10 fighters in the world. Uh, as far as when you mention women, when you just look at her raw skills and you see how a lot of women fight in women's boxing or some of the B-sides B that they be fighting, she definitely up there. And uh, remember, she's the first woman that put Clarissa Shields on her behind, press one. So, I mean, you you can't deny, you know what I'm saying, what she's done. I ain't saying that's why she's on the pound for pound, but she definitely is a top uh, women's boxer. Now, coming in. At number seven, on my men's pound-for-pound list is the dream, Devin Haney. And I specifically put Devin Haney above Gervonta Davis because Devin Haney will fight Gervonta Davis tomorrow. Because Devin Haney will fight Lomachenko. Because Devin Haney will fight any fucking body who will stop ducking him. He fought Jojo Diaz this year. He finished up. Uh, late last year with a Linares. He's fought a Gamboa. He's 23 years old and willing and wanting to fight the best. Okay? So that's why I have Devin at seven. And he can become the seventh undisputed champion the day George Cambosis decides what he wants to do. Press one. So that's why I got Devin overtanked this year. The man wants to fight. Think about Teofimo credit that he got for beating Lomachenko. If I recall correctly, Devin was the mandatory to fight Loma. And Tio was in the rankings to fight Devin. But Tio got out the rankings to go to a different section in body so that he could cut Devin off and then top rank requested for Loma to be the franchise champion. Press one. So, again, you niggas is doing a lot of shit to keep Devin from jumping up this list. But, damn it, I got to give him his credit. He's coming in at number seven, period. Again, the day y'all stop all of this political stuff, we'll, we'll, we'll get it right. But until the politics, I'm not stopping nobody from being ranked properly because y'all is ducking. That don't, I don't want to hear that shit. Uh, uh, Loma, Loma. Loma didn't want to fight Devin. Tio didn't want to fight Devin. Cambos is talking like he don't want to fight Devin. That's three different champions. That's all fucking... This dude, 23 years old, y'all acting like, like he's fucking Floyd Mayweather right now. Maybe he is. But I got him in that number seven. Got to. It's mandatory. It had to. And I think... And, and don't get it twisted. I actually think Boots... Is just as skilled as the two fighters ahead of him. So again, 
Don't get it confused, right? It's very hard to do this, in my opinion. Again, I put my fighters against whatever fighter you got. Any fighter you think can box or bang, look at the dudes on my list. They gonna do both. Whatever you wanna do, they wanna do. How many times you seen a so-called pound-for-pound fighter get in there with a true living boxer and get his fucking ears boxed off? Press one. Because they ain't really pound-for-pound. It's based on skill set. Skills pay the bills, Jermel Charlo. Press one, which is perfect time. Because I got Jermel Charlo number six. Because skills pay the bills, Jermel Charlo is a unified champion. You got to put respect on his name. He's beat some dudes like Lubin and Harrison, right? And Rosario. But he got a draw this year. People thought he lost this year. Most people don't even still got you on a pound for pound list. But I do agree. If you agree with Jermel Charlo that skills pay the bills, type skills pay the bills in the chat. Because if skills pay the bills, Charlo wouldn't be going backwards on my list. He'd be going forward. Press one. Because I predicted that Jermel Charlo would be undisputed in the year 2021. It's 2022, press one. And Jermel Charlo is unified. So again, can't knock you too much because you're still unified. And I give you that credit for wanting to be the best, for wanting to fight the best. I give you credit for making that fight happen. But I do not like what I saw from Jermel Charlo the night of that fight. Not at all. That is a not a top five performance, press one. Not on, no, that ain't top five skill set performance. No, sir. I didn't sleep on Castano. I know what Castano could do, but I know Jermel Charlo, and he ain't putting himself on the rope, ropes just for the fuck of it. And that dude ain't that damn strong to be bullying Jermel Charlo at no point in the fight. Sorry. I don't care what you say about his work rate. I don't care what they talking about. I don't, oh, he beat Errol Spence in the ham. I don't care what that nigga did. He ain't a better fighter than Jermel Charlo. That was a C version. of That was like a C minus version of Jermel Charlo. Damn near a D. Thank you. Shout out to Contender Regime in the building. He said that's one of his worst performances. So that's why I got Jermel Charlo number six. You know, you still unified. Can't take that away from you. But I expected way more in that fight. Way more. Okay, let's get a double-double going. Number seven, I got Jessica McCaskill. Yes, she's undisputed. Um, I was at her last fight, not going to lie to you, uh, she beat Cecilia Brockus, so she's always going to have that, uh, she's always going to have that, you know, in her, that feather in her cap, and she's uh, doing her thing, she's putting on for the city of Chicago, she's a tough, she's a tough customer, man, and uh, her and her last opponent went to war, but um, for me, I, I, I think she's very, a good uh, female boxer, but for her to be undisputed, I don't really consider her the way I consider other undisputed women in the sport. But she's pretty she, she's pretty decent. So, you know, I can't really knock her for that. Now, at number six, I got super bad, super bad, super bad, Siniesa Estrada. And she's a real firecracker. She's a uh, very slick. She fights in the smaller weight classes, but uh, I've been watching her fight for years. And uh, I like her style, man. She's very offensive. 
She got a lot of uh, flavor to her game. She got a lot of style and grace to her game. And uh, I like Siniesa Estrada, man. Shout out to Superbad. So she's on her way to becoming, uh, uh, you know, shoring up them titles unified and shit like that. So uh, now, here we go. We in the top five. Press one. Y'all ready? Y'all still there? Smash the like button. I got to charge off of this intellectual property. So now we getting into the top five. We getting into the top five, y'all. Let me know what you think. Okay. Now, top five, top five, top five. Let's start on the women's side. Ladies first. Okay. These are some of the baddest women in boxing. Press one. Okay. Let's get into it, shall we? Coming in at number five on the women's side. The bomb, Alicia Baumgartner. When I watched her fight and shut off Terry Harper's lights, press one, I said, she is in there looking like a female Floyd Mayweather. Now, I ain't comparing her to Floyd Mayweather. But if you see her style, that is something you only get in American boxing school. The very uh, laid back, uh, inviting guard, right? But that invitation that Terry Harper thought she saw, press one, is the same reason why she got hit with a fucking counter right hand on some crunk shit. That was like a that was like a crunk right hand. Press one. So again, she ain't got some Hall of Fame resume, but look at how she fight. You're going to have a hard time landing punches on her, and she's super sharp when she counterattacked. Her counter was on the money. Like again, she turned she turned the chick light switch off, man. She ain't even hit the ground. Her body was just stiffer shit. Okay, perfect right hand. Okay. So this is why I got Alicia Baumgartner storming into the pound-for-pound pound rankings in the top five on the women's side. Y'all going to have a hard time hitting her, and she is, a, 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 she is mastering the art of hit and not get hit. That's what, this, that's what these lists are about, Press 1. I don't care who you think can throw a 1,000 punches and take a 1,000 punches. Who can hit and not get hit? Who going to have a 20-year career because their skill set is on fire? This is what we talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Alicia the Bomb, Bomb Gardner, WBC and IBO champion. Looking to become undisputed and unified. And guess what? She'll be going up against my number nine, most likely, Michaela Mayer in 2022. Maybe, uh, you know, we don't know for sure, but it could happen. Now, let's go to my top five. And this is probably the most... Uh, uh, this is probably the most significant difference on my list, and it might shock a few people, press one, but I'm not shocked at all, and uh, I'm not budging at all because coming in at number five on the men's side, I got that boy, Stephen Fulton Jr. That's right, unified champion, and soon to be and could be and will be undisputed in his weight class. This man fought like 100 undefeated fighters. He fought Joshua Greer and Adam Lopez before y'all knew who they was. He never got credit for it, 
But all of these guys have made names and made careers on top rank and all these other networks. They've been in headliners against all these other A-sides, but Stephen Fulton beat them first. But Stephen Fulton had one of the fights of the year against Angelo Leo. And Angelo Leo is one of the best fighters in his weight class. And he had one of the fights of the year against Brandon Figueroa. So much so that real boxing, pe people that really watched boxing wasn't confused by that fight. It was a tough and competitive fight, but it wasn't no damn draw. And it wasn't no damn win for Figueroa. I've never seen nobody all year stylistically press one, deal with pressure the way that Stephen Foden did this year. Nobody. Nobody in boxing dealt with pressure the way that Stephen Foden did against Brandon Figueroa. Name one person. Because no one applied pressure the way that Figueroa did. And Stephen Foden Jr. picked that man apart from the jump. Opening bell, round one. Stab to the body. Stab to the body. Stab to the body. Right off the bat, this is boxing, baby. Skills pay the bills. Stephen Foden Jr. unified. And if John Clive Van Dam wants to rumble, he'll be undisputed this year as well. Nobody in boxing did what this man did stylistically. Go look stylistically how he dealt with Leo. All oh, them dudes threw a thousand punches. And he was in the, he was in the pocket, y'all. Swimming without getting wet. This man fights on the inside like a classic Philadelphia fighter and didn't even get touched at times. Yeah, Figueroa was hitting him, but again, he fighting the best dudes in his weight class. That's when everything come out. So 100%, this man is number five. Fulton number five. Stephen Fulton, unified champion. The Energizer Bunny, damn, this dude never get tired. Even when I look like he getting tired, he's still throwing punches. Tell me one fighter stylistically who dealt with pressure the way that Stephen Foden did this year. Y'all know so much about boxing. Give me one person. Give me one matchup where the dudes was on your ass, on the person ass the way that Angelo was on Angelo Leo was on Foden ass. Pause. The way that Figueroa was on his ass. Pause. They didn't let this man breathe, but he still bing 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 bing. He piecing them up. Oh, man. He in the pocket doing this, y'all. I'm like, what the fuck? So, Stephen Fulton showed you this year, not only can he fight in the pocket, he can fight at range, he can fight at mid-range. He could do anything in the ring, literally, with any type of style. That's what I learned about Stephen Fulton Jr. this year. I knew he had it in him, but he proved it. He proved it in the ring. He proved it with his resume. He proved it with his ability. He proved it with his skill set. And he proved it by unifying the damn division, press one. So this man could have been fighter of the year. All things considered. And guess what? Hey, bro, how many tests you take? A whole bunch, right? No positive tests, press one. That's one thing you won't find on my pound for pound list. Okay? We don't put heavyweights on the pound for pound list. This... The pound-for-pound pound list is about who could have the skill set enough so that it didn't, wouldn't even matter if they fought a heavyweight, that they would be the heavyweight. You know, they always told you they don't put heavyweights on the pound-for-pound pound list. 
And then when they get the convenient person they want at heavyweight with the belt, now all of a sudden they want to put them on the list. You won't find a heavyweight on my list. Usyk deserves a lot of credit this year. Again, Usyk, if not on heavyweight, not at heavyweight, would be on my list. He's been undisputed at cruiser, and now he's a unified champion at heavyweight. That's damn near, again, he could probably be fighter of the year as well, Alexander Usyk. Now, let's talk back to the women's side. Coming in at number four, who surprisingly I haven't seen on most people's lists just due to, I mean, just blatant disrespect. For Sean Cruz Desern, the unified 168-pound champion. Let's just put it like this. She beat a man. Press one. So she got to be up there. She beat a fucking man. Okay? She beat a man. She became unified against the man. She fought Jaime Munguia, press one, and beat him. So I don't know what y'all not catching. And she debuted against... Clarissa Shields, strength of competition. It's about who you fight. Who did you fight? She debuted against the GWOP, damn it. Press one. Guess what? If she, dated, if she debuted against somebody's substitute teacher, she probably would have won her debut fight. Press one. But she debuted against the GWOP. But it's about strength of competition. She debuted against her rival. She beat a man. Now I'm standing up. Press one. Put some. How y'all got a top ten and she ain't no need and she unified? Get the fuck out my face, man. Put some respect on for Sean Cruz deserve the heavy heating, the heavy hitting diva. And she beat the golden girl. Press one. What's her name? Marciella Cornelejo, some shit. I don't know, but she smoked Oscar De La Hoya's Golden Girl, too. Matter of fact, she did it twice. Let that bitch she beat a man, period. She beat a drugged up PED using man. Period. She's the number four. Any questions? I didn't damn think so. Let's keep it moving. Now it's about to get super critical, press one. Oh, man. It's about to get super critical. I'm glad I'm standing up to deliver these. Okay. He said Carneo cute, but she can't fight. Well, there you have it. If, if this was the top 10 cutest list, Women's, well, I should have said that when the women's was up there. <laughs> this was a top 10, then I guarantee you Alicia wouldn't be number five. Press one, but let's keep it moving, shall we? Because that ain't what it's about, baby. It's about the skills. Don't get, don't get confused. Now, player, don't get, the flesh is weak. But it's about the skills. Y'all ready? Okay. Now, I told y'all about my number four. I told y'all about them. The Titan Tornado, Josh Taylor. I told y'all. I told y'all and I showed y'all. I had him number seven coming into the year. Oh, man, he got in there with Ramirez, was laying Ramirez on his behind. 
mixing it up on Ramirez, and he became the fifth undisputed champion of the four-belt era. Well, actually, he likes seven behind Clarissa somewhere, but he did it before Canelo. He did it in May or March or what? Yeah, he did it in May, but either way, he did it. I told y'all he would do it. This is one of the baddest UK fighters in the world. This is one of the baddest fighters in the world. And guess what? You know how we talk. This is one of the baddest white boys in the world, period. This might be the best white fighter on the planet. So Josh Taylor, you know, he do some strange shit outside of the, you know, I don't know about him outside politically and all of that. But otherwise, if it was about skills, he's invited to the cookout. For sure. The boy can fight. He got crazy good footwork. He's very coordinated. He's slick. Uh, he throws combinations. He hit pretty hard at 140. Like I said, him and Regis, I mean, he beat Regis. He beat uh, uh, Ryan Martin. He beat uh, O'Hara Davies. He beat uh, Baranchik. He beat uh, uh, Ramirez. He beat, um, who's the other person he fought in the turn? Ryan Martin, O'Hara Davies, Regis, Baranchik, uh, Ramirez. That's pretty good, all things considered. So he's the, he's the king at 140 right now until, until anyone otherwise does something about it. I mean, he did it the hard way. He went through the World Boxing Super. He also won the World's uh, Boxing Super Series as well, right? So he won the World Boxing Super Series, and now he's undisputed. You know, he got all the belts he could uh, in the tournament, and then he turned around and fought Ramirez. A lot of people thought Ramirez was going to win that fight. I told y'all that Ramirez wasn't going to win that fight, that I like Josh Taylor to win and become undisputed in 2022. This is one of my more proud predictions of the year because uh, it actually happened. It actually happened, and uh, Josh Taylor is a bad dude. Like the, To the point where people is like, oh, he should fight Crawford. He should fight Crawford next or something like that. You know, I think that... Uh, there's big fights for him at 140. There's big fights for him at 147. But he is a big 140 pounder. You know, he got a lot of height. He's like 5'11", I think. So, you know, he got plenty of size on him. So, uh, and, and by the way, I thought Regis was very competitive in that fight. You know, I didn't think that Taylor blew him away. But again, I can't, uh, almost just don't count. I got to give credit where credit was due. Like I said, if... If uh, Regis would have won that tournament and become undisputed at 140, uh, I likely would have put him in the same positions I've continued to put Josh Taylor in. So that's just uh, fair and balanced to me. Now, let's go to back to the women's side. I'm doing, you see how we doing double duty? Okay. Now, hold on, let's stop the music. How is that music, by the way? Is it too loud? Is it too light? what let me know now this is where it's gonna get serious right this is where we figure out for example you know who's your top three top three best fighters in the world right and this is where you know it's kind of like who's who a boxing you know what i'm saying like who's really the best if you had to make a super team to go get the job done, you know, who are you going to take, basically, right? So, number three on the women's side, for me, is Katie Taylor. Okay, I got Katie Taylor at number three. She's a great champion. Uh, she's a veteran in the game. She can fight. She can box. She can bang. 
you know, I'm not crazy about how she gets hit and, uh, you know, a lot of the punches she takes, but she's a very good fighter. Uh, it's arguable, in my opinion, if she's number two, but I don't think, um, I, I honestly don't think she's number one. So I have her coming in at top, you know, as a top three on the women's side. Now, on the men's side, coming in at top on, at the number three position, I got the youngin, Shakur Stevenson. I'm one, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I believe in Shakur Stevenson like, I don't know what. I genuinely believe that this is a generational talent. When I saw this dude fight Jamel Herring, I mean, Jamel Herring didn't land a punch. Shakur Stevenson, his footwork, his timing, his distance, his little half step back that he always do, the way he gauges the range, the way he uses his lead hand, the timing, the hooks, the combinations, the defense, the like instincts, the natural God-given ability. In my opinion, he already one of the best fighters in the world, period. I don't need to see, again, tell Oscar Valdez to get off the damn PEDs. Didn't Valdez duck Shakur Stevenson at 126 press one? And didn't Oscar Valdez duck in Shakur Stevenson right now at 130 press one? So I don't need, Carl Frampton, Shakur would have smoked Carl Frampton just like Jamel Herring did. Think about it. Jamel Herring smoked Carl Frampton. Shakur Stevenson smoked Jamel Herring. Now, I ain't, we ain't doing a triangle shit, but even a triangle figure this shit out. Shakur Steven is the best fighter at 130. Now, it's a couple dudes there that might challenge him. You know, you got your Chris Colbert. You got Oshaki Foster. There's some, there's some dudes there that 130, 135 that might want a little work. But right now, this, this dude is only going to get He's only, when I said, I was going to say it's only going to get worse. He's only going to get better. And he's committed. You don't see Shakur getting drunk off his ass and, you know, uh, doing all this dumb shit. And, you know, he, he young, so he living life and stuff like that. But he's focused. He trains hard. He wants to, he has a thirst and a hunger to be the best. He has a thirst and a hunger to be Number three on my list, and not number three on my list. He like, three? I need number one. So that is why Shakur Stevenson, I, like I said, I think he's one of the best fighters in the world now. Regardless of who fought who and what belts people got and skills, skills. Press one? Definitely at the top. I mean, the performance, he, he stopped Jamel Herring. Let's put that out there. He stopped him. A man who's never been stopped before. A Marine. Someone who has a Marine background, a never-say-die, never-say-quit attitude. Press one. But Jamel was getting, I mean, it was ugly, bro. It's like, God damn. You know, we was like, man, this might be like Gotti versus Floyd or something. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't completely like that because Floyd was just, you just can't compare Gotti Floyd. But this, 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 this young, and now, now, remember, he became a two-weight division champion this year. 
He was already a champion at 126. Now he's the champion at 130. Let me ask y'all a question. Do y'all think that Shakur Stevenson could go to 135 and win the title at 135? Exactly. Exactly. That's why I think he's pound for pound. Because he could win any... Pick a weight class, nigga. If the body work out and the body... He coming for that work. Again, Shakur might end up at 147 one day. I don't know. He got the height. He got the frame. Trust me. Look at him standing next to Terrence Crawford. He got the frame for it. Trust me. If you've seen him, I think he, the other day he said he weighed 175 or something. So, yeah, he got the frame to be at to be a champion through multiple weight classes on some Pacquiao shit. 126, 130, 135, 140, 147. That's five weight classes right there. So, again, you looking at the future pound for pound king, in my opinion. You got to do it. But like I said, won't y'all stop ducking? Again, I don't know how many dudes on my, on my list. Again, they want the dudes on my list to fight each other. Okay, that ain't no problem with me. But don't act, don't try to put some people, don't try to sneak people in front of them when y'all know they ducking. Don't tell me Cambosis when you know he went again. I give credit for Cambosis for being Tiafimo. But again, I ain't putting him over Devin Haney. Nope. Because y'all playing musical chairs with them belts. I'm putting them over Tank either. I seen more from Tank. I think Tank and Devin will beat T.O. too. I, I told y'all that last year. I'm just saying. So I can't really get ahead of myself there. Okay, now is when it's going to get critical. It's getting critical. It's getting critical, ladies and gentlemen. So I might as well do two and one at the same time, right? So it should come to you as no surprise that I have the quote. Press one as number one pound for pound in the women's division. She is the queen of boxing. She is the face of boxing. And until y'all have the body to even compete with what she's done. And I give Serrano a lot of credit. She's been champion in like seven different weight divisions. Even though, again, they try to criticize. I'm not going to not. Okay, this is what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to tear down nothing Serrano has done. Nor... To, to, to just boost Clarissa up. Let me just put it like this. Three-weight division champion. Two-time Olympic gold medalist. Back-to-back. Undisputed in the World Guinness Book of World Records for being the only fighter in the history of boxing, which is a very long history, by the way, to be simultaneously what does that mean that means y'all know that future song at the same damn time at the same that's what simultaneously mean press one at the same damn time so she became the only fighter in boxing history to be undisputed in two different weight classes at the same time she started her career at 168 she debuted against my number four for Sean Cruz discern. So when they talking about who she fought and who she didn't fight, why y'all ignore that Clarissa already fought a unified champion? Press one. Let me run it back. I said for Sean Cruz discern is unified today. Press one. And she beat a man. And Clarissa debuted against for Sean and for Sean debuted against Clarissa. They fought each other in their first fight. 
strength of competition. Well, shit, who else debuts against their arch rival and another top pound-for-pound fighter in the world? Only the quote and only the heavy-hitting diva. Press one, so put some respect on it. Don't tell me they ain't fought nobody when you niggas don't know nothing. When they had Christina Hammer following behind uh, uh, Clarissa everywhere she go, like she could actually beat her, and now I ain't seen her. Tell me, have you seen her? Tell me, have you? I ain't seen Christina Hammer. I seen her on the pound for pound list yesterday. I'm like, what's she doing? She on OnlyFans? Would she beat somebody on OnlyFans or something? What? Her last pay-per-view was on OnlyFans? Who did she fight? Check her OnlyFans. We need to know what she been doing. Because she damn sure ain't beat nobody to be higher than nobody on my list. Y'all don't even have a lean Cedar Roots on the list. And she unified. Again. Y'all just... Oh, man, she cute. Put her at number seven. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. So this is the women's pound for pound list. Excuse my language. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the Champside 2022 women's pound for pound rankings. Clarissa Shields, number one. Amanda Serrano, number two. Katie Taylor, number three. Franchon Cruz Desern, number four. Hold on, let me see something real quick. Oh, man, my dude spelled it wrong. I knew, I knew something looked wrong. So we're going to have to fix the, uh, if, if uh, hopefully Freshawn is, is uh, she not too upset about it. But we will fix this. I'm going to have to fix the, the, uh, the uh, spelling. Uh, hold on, let me, let me, I'm going to text my dude right now because we, we, we messed up on the spelling on there. Me, I'm a perfectionist. I don't like, you know, that's that type of stuff just kill it for me. Like, ah. Uh. So anyway, we gotta get the we gotta get the H and the accent and the Frashon. Frashon. Not Franson, but Franchon. So shout out to Franchon Cruz Dessert at number four. Shout out to Alicia Baumgartner coming in at number five. I got Siniesa Estrada at number six. At number seven, we got Jessica McCaskill at number eight. We got Hannah Gabriels. At number nine, we got Michaela Mayer. And at number 10, we got Aline Cedarus. So let me post this on my Instagram real quick. And uh, let it rip. Before I reveal the men's side. Now, this is going to be, hold on, hold on, let me see. Okay, so boom, that's up. Post it on the page. Archive this. Archive this too.
All right. Now, y'all ready? Y'all still there? How many, how many likes I'm missing? Let's see. I ain't even look. So here we go. The moment of truth. Smash the like. Oh, damn, it's 400 people in here. I ain't even know that. I ain't even think about how many people was in here. Okay. So make sure y'all hit the like button. Moment of truth. Moment of truth. Okay. Here we go. So, obviously, uh, coming into the year, I had Errol Spence Jr., number one. I had Terrence Crawford, uh, number three. And I had Jermel Charlo, I think, number two. And according to the updated champ side 22 pound for pound rankings, press one. I have Terrence Bud Crawford, number one pound for pound, 2022. Press one. I got Errol Spence Jr., number two. The truth. Bud, the matchup that everyone wants to see. Terrence Crawford had a signature win this year when he stopped Sean Porter. I don't care. Listen. If Kenny Porter stopped the fight, that's a stoppage. I don't know what y'all is talking about. Don't tell me that Crawford didn't stop Porter when Kenny threw the towel in. Think about it, dummies. If Kenny didn't see something to stop, he wouldn't have stopped the fight. So again, Crawford stopped Porter. No one has ever stopped Porter. Think about this. Here's the distinction, in my opinion. At this point in time, Remember, Errol didn't even fight last year. Press one. Errol didn't fight last year. So you can't go up. Press one. How can you go up if you don't fight? Now, you could, you could stay in your position, but now you have to consider that Bud Crawford has shown you pound-for-pound pound execution. He showed you that he could do it at multiple weight classes, press one. He's been undisputed at 140. Again, he don't control who got the belts. He become undisputed. Same undisputed Canelo did. And Josh Taylor did. He did it like four years ago. But now he's at 147. He's on a fucking knockout streak. He knocked out Horn. He knocked out Khan. He knocked out Benavidez. He knocked out Brooke. He knocked out Porter. What more can you ask? That's what you're supposed to do. If they ain't supposed to be in the ring with you, then you, you, you get rid of them. This has nothing to do with uh, uh, Errol not being sufficient enough. This is what Crawford, to me, has more evened out. Think about it. Yeah, Crawford fought Porter after Errol, but Errol also fought Porter after Kell Brook beat him. So we could do this dance all over and over. Press one. Skill set. Bud's skill set can go to any weight class. He showed you that as well. Not just on some hypothetical shit. Press one. He showed you 135. He showed you 140 undisputed. He showed you 147. Now. Do anybody want to dispute that Bud beats the guys that Arrow beat as well? 
And I think Arrow beats the guys that Bud beat. Press one. Arrow beats Ocampo too. And Lamont Peterson and fucking uh, 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 Kel Brook and Danny Garcia. I think Bud beats them all too as well. It's only two people left. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. But in the year of 2022, maybe it's a good thing that Earl Spence is at number two. I do think they're going to fight this year. Maybe it's some extra motivation. I don't know. But I can't give somebody more credit than somebody if they didn't fight at all. It's not Errol's fault. He can't help that he got injured. But I'm not going to keep Bud down because I probably have more fans of Errol Spence on my channel. Even a person I did this was like, oh, man, you know, business-wise... It makes sense for me to put, if I, business-wise, if I put Errol on the top of the list, more people would like it. Let's just be honest. It would be more accepted. I'll probably get 100 more Super Chats, press one, if I had Errol number one. But guess what? I'm not here for you niggas. I'm not here to, to cater to y'all fanaticism. I'm here to call it like I see it. And if the, and if the, the if it was on the, if the roles was reversed, and, and, and Crawford didn't fight this year, guess what? He ain't giving them no extra credit. Right? So, again, to me, y'all would have been loving it if I would have put Craw uh, Errol at number one. I know how, like, trust me, I know what y'all like. I know exactly what y'all like. But I ain't here for what y'all like. Damn it, I'm here to set the record how it's supposed to be set. Again, if you got a problem with that, make your own damn list. This is my list. And it's official. And, and like I said, nobody on my list has ever tested positive for a banned substance. Press one. They all clean athletes. Let's give it up for the clean athletes. See, y'all going to tear a clean athlete down, but boost up a drug cheat. See what I mean? Y'all will tell me all. Think about it. When Oscar Valdez tested positive for PEDs, how many videos and stories came out about it? But when Clarissa Shields became... Dually undisputed simultaneously how many videos and topics came out about it. So really in boxing, it's more beneficial for you to do shit like take PEDs and get caught taking PEDs than become undisputed in two different weight classes. Because nobody gives a fuck if you black and do it, but everybody cares about dumb shit. Like who's cheating? We know they cheating because they can't compete. How you have a boxing channel and don't report that Clarissa Shields is duly undisputed? Nigga, it's in the Guinness Book of World Records for 2022. So don't tell me it ain't important if Guinness is logging this shit. If Guinness logged it in their history, then it's definitely boxing history. Huh? It's quiet in my chat. Oh, that's right. I'm, like I said, I'm not here to cater to y'all. If I cater to y'all, I would never do this. Because the reality is, is most of y'all think, y'all don't think for yourself. The reality is, is y'all will ride with somebody just because of where they born. What state they live in. What city they live in. You'll never put anybody that's not from Dallas over Errol Spence. And you'll never put nobody that's not from Omaha over Terrence Crawford. That's y'all, press one. That ain't me. 
This ain't the fucking local Olympics press one. The fuck is this? This ain't no damn college recruiting. I don't give a fuck where they came from. They could have came from the damn moon. If they deserve some shit, I'm gonna give it to them. The fuck that mean? Oh, it, well, 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 it, it, Texas and it, Oklahoma and it, New York and Florida and Ohio. Who gives a, I don't give a fuck if they from Ohio or not. Because all of them is fake borders. How many times I told you dummies that? All I see is fake borders. So again, it's all the American landmass. These is all, not all, but these are some of the best fighters in the world. They don't even get credit from their own community. Why? I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't like y'all. Like I said, y'all like bitches. Some TMZ shit. Some gossiping ass niggas. We don't do that shit over here. Terrence Crawford and Sean Porter was a hell of a fight. And when Crawford thought that the fight might be close or that he may be down, he stepped up his game. See, y'all take... See, that's what I'm talking about. Y'all are in the stand beef, nigga. I fuck y'all stand beef. Press one. I don't give a fuck. You, you fucking pom-pom ass niggas. I don't care about that shit. You niggas, I team this. I, like, y'all really, I envision y'all with pom-poms. This shit is weird. Y'all even got names to diss each other. Weird. I see the video of Errol Spence's sister on the internet because people is in her inbox again. You niggas is weirdos over a fight. You DMing that man's sister for what? So this is who I'm talking to. I'm tired of the goofy shit. You niggas act like y'all gonna get an invitation to Errol Spence Christmas party if you dick ride harder and harder. And same thing for Terrence Crawford. Anything I say about Crawford fans, I'm talking to the Spence fans and vice versa. Oh, I'm talking to both of y'all. Now go talk to Errol Spence himself and Terrence Crawford himself and they will tell you, I told Errol Spence to his face, I said, I don't care who win between you and Crawford. I rock with both of y'all. That's what I told him. Now what Errol say when he come on my intro? Let's go to the intro, shall we? Let's see what Errol think about the champ side again, nigga. They know me for being solid again. They said that about me. I didn't tell them to say that. He, Errol said that about me. So again, I can when you when you stand on your square and you believe in what you believe, you won't do a whole bunch of flip flopping and wish you wash it. Y'all be flip flopping. I don't flip flop at all. 
One day, they say, oh, man, you an Errol Spence fan. One day, oh, man, you a Crawford fan. The difference is, is you niggas is the fans. I ain't a fan of neither one of them. I'm the scribe. Y'all is the fans. I'm not the fan. Y'all is the fans. Again, y'all ain't, these dudes could do anything in y'all eyes, and y'all be like, well, well, but, but, but y'all will bring up something. I don't know. Because again, idolatry. The same reason why people got posters of other grown men hanging on their walls. The same reason why grown men wear other grown men on their shirt or on their jersey or the jersey of other grown men. The same reason why men pass out and cry over seeing Michael Jackson press one. Michael. Remember Jamie Foxx? Michael. <laughs> Niggas passing out just, just, just seeing Michael Jackson enough to make him pass out. Again, if y'all seen Drake in person or some shit, y'all... Y'all act the damn, y'all wouldn't know how to act. If y'all seen Erlen's person, y'all wouldn't know how to act. So this is who I'm dealing with, okay? This is about boxing, man. Terrence Crawford not only uh, fought Sean Porter, who's one of the tougher fights in the division, but he handled his business. He stopped him, okay? I'm not trying to hear it wasn't a real stoppage and, uh, and, his, and uh, Kenny Porter stopped the fight. If Kenny Porter felt like Sean needed to get, the, the towel needed to be thrown in against uh, Errol Spence, then why didn't he do it? So again, he was being proactive, in my opinion, to a degree, because he seen that Sean was starting to get hit more and more. Sean was clearly frustrated. So again, I have to give Terrence Crawford that credit. Again, Errol Spence didn't fight last year. Press one. So again, let me let me let me let me put it like this. Arrow has mostly been at one weight division his whole career, right? And he's unified. But Crawford, in that same time span, has traveled through three different weight classes and been been a champion in each. Press one and undisputed in one. Right. Do y'all understand now? So when you look at the totality and the consistency of Crawford, I do think he's number one because he's shown pound for pound status. Now, we haven't seen Errol at 154 or 160. And we may, we probably will one day. But I can't give you some credit for what you might could do, even though there are people like Devin Haney, who I feel could have been in T.O. spot last year, could be undisputed right now. Right, even though I do think Jerron Ennis will beat Ugas right now. Even though I do think Jerron Ennis, I don't know if he's ready. I, I mean, let me let me say this. I think he could beat my one or two, but I think the probability isn't very high. It's only uh, uh not relatively speaking. Like the shit need to be really high right now for him to fight them when they in their prime, in my opinion. But I think as the days go by, the probability gets higher and higher for Jerron Ennis to do that. So he's just, like I said, he's right on schedule. He just need to keep doing what he's doing. And I do think that they will be on to a new division by the time, uh, you know, all of those things happen. So for me, Terrence Crawford is number one. He's shown you in different weight classes that he can be uh, 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 not only 
a, a champion, but be at the top of the weight class. The same undisputed accolades that everyone else gets, Terrence Crawford also did that at 140. He went to 147, and he it's not like he hasn't been willing to fight the other champions. It's politics, and we all know that. Do y'all think that 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 uh that Crawford would duck Thurman or I don't believe Crawford would duck anybody, but I do think he did something that was convenient for him by signing with Top Rank. You know, but now when I look at it, like again, my list isn't telling you necessarily that Arrow loses to Crawford. That's not necessarily what I'm what I'm uh uh uh, posting here I'm posting that I think The collective body You know that is one element Of how they I think that shit is a toss up To be real with you But like I said That is why Bud always says I'm already a Hall of Famer I don't need Errol Spence Now I'm not telling you I agree with that But I'm telling you his logic His logic is that I've been through Multiple weight classes And I've done it At the highest level And I've been undisputed etc., etc., etc. Right? Let me uh now I'm gonna post now I'm gonna post the men's side. Let's do this. Boom. Now the men's is up. So this is my list. I haven't updated my list in 365 days. I allowed every fighter to put in a full year work before I updated the list on the press one. That's pretty fair, don't you think? Usyk, well, it would be, I would say Usyk is in top five, but he's a heavyweight. I think Usyk is like top five for sure. And he's done it. Like I said, he's done it. So, you know, he had a couple of fights where he didn't look too good, like, but that, that, that Joshua fight. But again, I don't think you'll ever see the skill set of a fighter like Shakur in Usyk or Tyson Fury. Yeah, I'm posting it on Instagram now. Hold on. Let me let me uh reshare this. So, what's y'all thoughts on the pound for pound. Like I said, um, I'm not really looking for uh, approval or nothing. I just, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, last year people was very critical of my list, but they didn't say nothing about some of the other lists that came out that preceded mine. I thought mine was more accurate. Again, every fighter on my list can box and bang. Look at it. If How many fighters, for example, how many fighters you seen on the pound for pound get outboxed because they came box with a boxer. You're not going to do that to nobody on my list. You know, I thought, I thought that, uh, that Tony Harrison is a top boxer as well. And you saw what he was doing with Jermell Charlo. He made it very, very difficult for him because he's a top boxer. Like, for example, I don't think that Inoue is more skilled than Shakur Stevenson on no day of the week. I don't care what he did. I've seen him fight. You ain't hitting Shakur the way that Inoue was getting hit by Donair. You're not doing it.
Hold on, y'all. Let me update this real quick. I'm going to tag... Uh, oh, by the way, if you see this on social media, tag the fighters. Tag uh, tag uh, Clarissa, tag Crawford, tag whoever it may be. You know. Uh, now, what's funny? You know what's funny? Now, let me just... And I hate to do this to to because I don't never want to take nothing away from my own, from what I'm doing. But let's... Okay. Now, you notice how everybody flipping out or, or will say something because I don't have Spence at number one, right? Y'all notice that, right? If we can agree, press one in the chat. People, you know, they have a certain reaction because I didn't put arrow number one. Now, you know what's funny? Nobody has him number one. Nobody. Nobody in boxing has arrow number one. Most people don't have him number two, press one. Press one, press one, press one. Ain't that shit funny? How I can give the credit, but then still don't get the credit for giving the credit. Well, let's see where Errol is on the ESPN list. He's number six. Thank you. Exactly. And not nobody is going to say nothing. Y'all ain't going to disrespect nobody on ESPN platform, press one, because Errol is behind a new A and a whole bunch of other people. He's number six. They say he ain't even top five. And they've been putting it like that. Matter of fact, Kazuta Ayoka is over Jermel Charlo, still on the Ring Magazine list. Y'all ain't said a thing. Y'all ain't had no reaction. I got to point that shit out. Again, so don't come on my, don't, don't act crazy, nigga. Because I'm the one that's really giving the credit out where it deserves to be. It may not be what you want, but trust me, if you look at what they got, they don't even got him one, two, three, or four, damn it. Thank you. Exactly. So that's all I need to, again, context. Terrence Crawford, let me do this real quick. It's the baddest brand in the land for the best media content. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. You're now locked in to the champ side. The 2022 champ side pound for pound rankings are here coming in at number one. I got Terrence Bud Crawford, who stopped Sean Porter this year and one of the uh, better fights of the year, in my opinion, between two highly skilled American fighters who uh, had a lot to lose, a lot of history, and I thought that it was a signature win for Terrence Crawford at number two. I got Errol Spence Jr., who's a unified champion on the road to Undisputed, who unfortunately didn't get the chance to fight Pacquiao. Going into the year, I had... Errol Spence defeating Pacquiao for uh, three belts. Neither happened. We didn't get the fight. We didn't get the three belt unification. Enter, uh, you know, uh, my number 10, but we'll get to your Dennis Ugas in a second. At number three, I got Shakur Stevenson. Hands down, one of the best skilled fighters in all of boxing, regardless of age, regardless of weight, regardless of whatever y'all think. This dude is the goods if... I'm training up a fighter, a young fighter. We definitely studying Shakur Stevenson because he comes from the school of hit and not get hit, right? I talked about Sweet Pea and shit like that. He got that type of level of maybe not like natural uh, athleticism, 
But he's got that 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 uh distinction in his defense, in my opinion. He'll go down as one of the better defensive fighters. And uh he showed a lot of offense against Jamel Herring. Number four, Josh Taylor. I got Josh Taylor number four. He's undisputed. Now, let's I'll go there in a second. But Josh Taylor is undisputed. He beat Jose Ramirez, who's a top fighter. Uh, he's got a nice uh, resume. He's established with Regis and Ryan Martin and O'Hara Davies and, you know, so on and so forth. So I got Shakur Stevenson, number three. Number four, I got, uh, excuse me, Shakur Stevenson, number three, Josh Taylor, number four. Number five, I got Stephen Fulton Jr., who became unified this year, who turned in two exceptional performances, two fighter of the year candidates. And in my opinion, he probably could have been the fighter of the year, but of course, on the baddest brand in the land, Clarissa Shields got the fighter of the year. Uh, if I did distinguish between men's and women, then I probably could have uh, gave it to Stephen Fulton Jr. or maybe even Usyk uh, as fighter of the year. I got uh, I got Jermel Charlo number six. He took uh, quite a, a drop on my list due to the fact that he got a draw against Castano. I think he was probably like what? He was probably a big favorite going into that fight. Most people didn't have Castano winning. Yeah, well, we slept on Castano. He's, he's better than advertised. I get it. I get it. But to me, if I have Jermel Charlo top five on my list, then I need a top five performance. Uh, I had him higher than, than anybody. People don't even have him on the list still today. So this is another example of what I'm saying. You know, people, oh, Jermel should be higher. They don't even have Jermel on their list. Even with what he, even the people he beat, okay. So uh, he didn't fall too much, but I definitely want to see him uh, avenge that fight or, or or do something different in that fight. A lot of people thought he lost, so that's why Jermel Charlo is number six on my list. Number seven, I got Devin Haney, who you know uh, put in a good performance against JoJo Diaz, who's a very solid fighter, Olympian, who's you know. Uh, you know, he got tremendous will and he can fight and, you know, they went at it. You know, I thought JoJo landed some good shots on Devin, but I thought Devin dealt with it well. I think that, uh, I, I, I think that there is something to Devin that people don't want to fight him, but they, to me, is, to me, I'm amazed how they aren't eager to fight him. Like, I don't even know that, that he's, uh, uh, you know, 20,000 times better than them. I don't know how much better than than them he is, but the way they act makes it seems like they know that he's a lot better than them. So until I see guys at 35 stop ducking this man, I won't rank them over him, and I'm not going to limit where I rank him based on the fact that these dudes just don't want to fight. They say everything literally except less fight. You know, they taking polls to see who should fight next. Bruh, it's undisputed on the line. You don't need to take a fucking poll for that. The poll says undisputed. But again, now Loma deserves a rematch. For what? He lost. And he's lost twice, but he's still on ESPN list over Jermel Charlo, over Earl Spence and shit, right? So Tank, you know, like I said, Tank is kind of like a top five fighter but I have the fighters in front of him. I can't put him in front. I can't put him in front of Taylor at 140 because Tank went to 140 and didn't fight Taylor. Press one. 
And I can't put him in front of Devin because Devin been holding the belts down at 35 and Tank is competing for regular belts at 35. Press one. And I can't put him over Shakur because Shakur go to the weight class and look to fight the champion. And wants to fight the champions. And when dudes call Tank out, he act a little offended and stuff. Like, oh, man, what you calling me out for, man? They want to fight you. Yeah, you the top dog. I give you that. You a moneymaker. Right? You a moneymaker, but that means you can dictate who you fight. That means there's no excuse for you not to fight Loma. There's no excuse for you not to fight Teofimo. You could have been undisputed. You could be three-belt unified, but you're fighting on the Mayweather blueprint, which is beat up on Mexicans and, uh, and basically get... Mexican fans emotionally involved. That's why that fight was so close. So that them niggas could run around saying that the fight was a draw or tank loss. Now, guess what? When he fight Cruz again, how many of them going to buy the pay-per-view? All of them. Exactly. Exactly. Floyd is a fucking genius. I told y'all that a hundred times. Floyd said, I told Tank to box him and turn him. So again, Tank didn't fight his style that night. He fought Floyd's style. The style that Floyd advised him to do. And to me, that made the fight closer than it could have been or should have been. And the perception was that somehow Tank lost or the fight was close. Well, that's what they wanted. So they could run it back and get your money again. So again, that ain't the, like I said, that wasn't, just like Jermel didn't look familiar to me, that Tank wasn't looking familiar to me either. I'm like, what you doing, man? Though, like, he wasn't even like, come on, man. The, the output wasn't there. Like, come on. Nah, I'm not trying. This nigga just knocked out a 140-pounder. Don't tell me how strong Cruz is. Stop it. Use your common sense. Number nine, I got Jerron Boots in this. The, the, the skill set is jumping off the damn charts. It jumps out at you when you watch it. People compare this man to Roy Jones sometimes. And, uh, you know, his style and the offense to defense, he overwhelms you. He's super slick. I mean, the uppercuts, the hooks, the combinations, the hand speed, the accuracy, the timing, it's all there. You know, of course, he ain't been in a war with someone that uh, got equal firepower that he'll probably have to be more defensive with. But until then, you know, you kind of got to let it rock. And uh, I'm not going to knock him for it. Y'all see Arkansas winning, right? I had Arkansas. Now, your Dennis Ugas, number 10. Uh, probably could be a little bit higher, but, you know, he does. Uh, I, I got to give him credit for beating Pacquiao. That's a win that I would have gave credit to Errol if he beat Pacquiao this year. That's a win that I would have gave credit to Crawford if he beat Pacquiao this year. But Ugas did it. But I still think that... Uh, Boots would be a lot for Ugas. I think Ugas would take it. I mean, uh, Boots would take it. But again, he got to get the opportunity. You know, they was about to let Ugas and Stanionis fight real quick. But Stanionis haven't did nothing that Boots haven't done. Stanionis ain't no better fighter than Jerron Boots in this. But they quick to make these fights, you know, for other people. So uh, that's where we at on the on a champ side pound for pound list. Terrence Crawford coming in at number one, 2022. And the best thing that fighters could do to change my list is to do something. Do something about it. Fight somebody at the top. Fight a champion. Unify the division. Become undisputed in the division. Press one. I'm not stopping him. Is my list stopping him? 
definitely not my list because I got the fighters who's supposed to be on there on there. They 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 got ties and shit on their list. They did a top ten and got eleven people on it. Talking about it's a tie. <laughs> I never, that's like two years in a row. It's a tie. I've never seen a top ten list with eleven people on it. But again, that's what y'all y'all let that slide. So this is what I don't like. Don't knock my list. And I'm not talking to nobody specifically. I'm just talking about who, because I know people will listen and watch and hear this. Don't knock my list. And you ain't saying nothing about nobody else's list. Or knocking nobody else's list. Because mine is independent out the mud. Theirs is bought and paid for. Theirs is business. I didn't go business with mine. Business on mine says put Errol Spence number one. That's what business says. That's what money, that's what the money on my channel says. Put Errol number one. Period. More money to put Errol number one. So again, that's they list to put Canelo number one and Anue number two and Crawford number. That's they list that's bought and paid for. Ain't nobody paying me a dime, and I ain't looking to get a dime off this list. I'm looking to historically accurate. That's it. I don't give a fuck how much this list, I don't, have, I don't care about that. Trust me, if I cared about that, I'll put arrow number one. I already know this. Yes, either you in or you out, and if you out, stay in, because the more is out. Yeah. So... I just like this. I want y'all to share this. I want y'all to tag all the fighters. I want y'all to put this in y'all Instagram story. I want y'all to put this everywhere you can. Post it around. Spread it around. Because isn't it crazy how negativity travels further? If someone tested positive for a banned substance right now, a thousand people going to make videos about it. But we need a thousand videos on my pound for pound list. We need people who on YouTube that watch everything I do and copy everything I do and in here acting like they ain't in here to go to their channels and make their own content about or reactions to my pound for pound list. You niggas act like y'all ain't in here. I know y'all in here. You can't hide. You can't run. It's 2022. And uh, like I said, damn near the book of revelations is coming out. Nigga, everything will be revealed. Facts. <laughs> everything will be revealed. And it's funny that people that don't even follow me be on my, on my Instagram, on my social media, and on my YouTube. That means that y'all are literally looking me up on a day-to-day -day basis to see what I'm doing, which means I'm really good. I got to be really good. So here, I'll give y'all a chance to screenshot. So here's a, way, here's a, a chance for y'all to screenshot. So turn your, your camera or whatever on your phone sideways or turn it however you want to and screenshot this image. You can also download it off my Instagram. It's on my Instagram. Okay? Pause this video, screenshot it if you, if you must. Okay? And then, boom. Men's list. See, 
it's funny because you'll see people, they'll come on my platform and they either, they won't articulate what they disagree with or they'll just troll or they'll just say something very racist. But again, when others make lists, I'm not going in a comment section being nasty or I'm just like, hey, man, I showed y'all ESPN list last night just so y'all could see the difference. You know, like I said, every one of the fighters on my list stylistically will give you a problem. Can all the fighters on my list box? Can they all select the war button? I saw a fight this year with Canelo where he was getting outboxed by Caleb Plant round after round, press one. Again, and I will never put Canelo on my list because he tested positive for clenbuterol because they changed the limits of clenbuterol once he got caught because he's trained by Eddie Reynoso and Eddie Reynoso has had three or four fighters test positive for a banned substance because Oscar Valdez tested positive for a banned substance this year. The same Oscar Valdez that's ducking Shakur Stevenson, press one. The same Oscar Valdez that lost to Robson Kinsekau, press one. The same Oscar Valdez talking about, you know I beat that boy. He ain't beat nobody this year. He lost. And he was on PEDs when he lost, and they still sanctioned him to fight, even though he tested positive for PEDs. That's why y'all can't get on the list, nigga. You must be out your goddamn mind. That's exactly why they that's what exactly why Valdez got away with what he got away with. Cause y'all praise Canelo and he tested positive for a banned substance. That's why. For Sean Cruz Desern was damn near robbed by a grown-ass man called Alejandro Jimenez. Jimenez, him? Right? They didn't want to give for Sean Cruz Desern her belts back. Press one. They was just going to rob her and keep it moving. And then sick the damn grown man on Clarissa Shields. Y'all didn't even know that. They was going to have Jimenez fight Shields next. But that's really Jaime Mungia on steroids. And how did she get praised by the WBC and protected by the WBC when Freshawn Cruz Desert almost lost her fucking life? That ain't a game, nigga. That shit ain't funny. Press one. But the day somebody die in the ring due to somebody taking steroids, y'all going to be on some, on some missing you shit. R.I.P. in everybody. Nobody that ever tested positive for a bad substance can ever be on equal footing with those who have not. You got guys who've been holding the WBC, been in boxing forever. They ain't never had a hiccup. Oh, man, that's a miscalculation. See, if you take my hair follicle test, the test will be different. I don't need to take your hair follicle test, nigga. We pissing. However we did it the first time, it was right. They trying to change the answers on the test and shit. Well, if you take the test at uh, noon when the sun is up and the sun is facing east on the 33rd parallel, then you'll find that the hair follicle 
mixed in with the molecule was illogical and diabolical. Shout out to Dr. Professor for, for one of the two of those yesterday. <laughs> the diabolical hair follicle molecule was illogical. Them niggas turned into Johnny Cochran. <laughs> one, they turn into one, they turn into one Cochran. Pause. <laughs> they was like, if the hair follicle was illogical and diabolical to the molecule, then we must acquit. Like, shut up, man. Shut the fuck up. These niggas is scientists now. See, I went to the dermatologist and the hair follicle. See, what happens is, is your pores open up. And you see, by him eating that tainted meat, the pores didn't see your, see when you sweat, your pores do something like this. See, they open up like a flower. And see, because he was sweating with the hair follicle and the molecule, it was illogical that he could have ever cheated. <laughs> It was illogical and philosophical first. It was first, it was philosophical. Then it was illogical to have the hair follicle with the molecule with a diabolical test. Like, come on, man, stop it. Yeah, if the molecules ain't in the follicles, and if we in this illogicals. <laughs> I like that one. Now I got the illogical word. I'm about to use that one. I'm about to use that one. So again, I'm, to me, Canelo is a very good fighter without it. Remember? Remember on Friday? I'm a man without it. I'm a man without it. That's Canelo. You a good fighter without it. But you took, like, is in your system, bro. It is what it is. And not only that, it's some habitual line stepping in my Charlie Murphy voice going on there. Because Valdez is testing positive and uh, you got other fighters in that camp that have tested positive. You know, you got Ryan Garcia and Andy Ruiz, both bodies looking different. Press one, both of them had body transformations. And then Ryan is ducking fights. What's wrong, nigga? That piss hot or something? Well, again, Devin Haney might have hinted at that earlier this year, too, when he said, no PEDs, no trainer of the year. Hey, man. What'd he say? Don't be accusing me of accusations. Oh, man, I didn't. I should have put that in my best of 2021. But we're going to bring that one into 2022. Hey, man, don't be accusing me of accusations. Hey, I heard you being accused. Of what? What are they accusing you of? Accusations. They accusing me of accusations. Remember that? <laughs> they accusing me of accusations. I will not have this. This is illogical. Pull up the hair follicle test. <laughs> Niggas just going to be sending in their hair and shit. Hey, man. Well, see what happened was is I called the barber on Saturday. I was in the shop from about 11 to 4 o'clock. And what happened was, is that he clicked a, he clipped a little bit off the top too much. So I can't really do the hair follicle test. But what you can do, <laughs> what 
Man, chill out, man. Chill, chill, chill. So anyway, this is uh my pound for pound list. I stand by it. What what Denzel said? I stand by it is guaranteed. I stand by mine. You know, it's definitely shake it. To me, if you look at their list, my list is almost, their list isn't much different than mine, but they've inserted things that I don't touch. I don't put heavyweights on my list. They got Usyk and Fury at number three and four. I don't put heavyweights on my list. Press one. They got Canelo number one. I don't have Canelo on my list. So boom, that three people already not on my list. Canelo, Usyk, and Fury. Two heavyweights and someone who got tested positive for a banned substance. It ain't rocket science, but if it was, damn it, I'm a rocket scientist. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, the, the, the molecular pound for pound list. So again, they got a new way. A new way ain't better than nobody on my list. Tell me who. Estrada ain't better than nobody on my list. Tell me who. Like I said, we'll go to war over that. Dude gonna say, dude said no Usyk. Bruh, how many? I even wrote in the comments, no heavyweights. Again, you niggas is really slow. So whenever y'all catch up, let me know. And, and, and remember, I'm not arguing over my list. I'm not defend. Last year, I did a lot of, you know, I did a lot of pro. You know, I was real active, you know, defending, jumping out on the list. I ain't doing that this year. Fuck y'all. And fuck your opinion. Press one. That's what we talking about. When you niggas go to Ring Magazine and complain about they list and make videos and content about they list, let me know. When you do that for ESPN, let me know. Until then, shut the fuck up and be a good spectator. That's, 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 that's how I like. That's, that's pretty good for me. <laughs> They got Clarissa number three on ESPN list. How many of y'all said anything about it? I'm talking more to the complainers than anybody. I'm not talking to nobody that's, you know, just in here chilling, cooling. But again, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not second guessing nothing. Man, I hate that we spelled for Sean Cruz's name wrong. You know, I'm a perfectionist, so. Oh, big shout out to my dude, Stat the Artist. Go on Instagram and follow my dude, Stat the Artist. He's the one that uh, always helped and uh, worked with me to do these lists. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. 
know, we started this probably like three weeks ago. So that's why I don't, I'm not trying to hear no, no dumb stuff. Like, you know, we put a lot of effort and work into this and time and this stuff, you know, the way I present it, I don't just do this like random, like just throw 10 names on a piece of paper. You know, we did it legitimate. You know, we got graphics. We took our time with the graphics. We got a theme going. You know, this list uh, almost mimics the last list. Let's see if we could pull it up. Now, I have another announcement for y'all. That's new in 2022 that I've been holding on for I don't know how long. Oh, also, y'all could do this one as well. Hold on. If you want to screenshot this, hold on. My thing, I'll put it like this. If y'all discussing my pound for pound list, then that's a good thing. Love it, hate it, it don't really matter, I guess, do it. If y'all discussing it, then that's a good thing. And like I said, uh, I don't need to go back and forth. Listen, I'm not going to be on Instagram typing back and forth with you dummies when I have a two-hour video explaining my list. If we understand, press one in the chat. Think about it. These dudes want me to reply to every little comment on Instagram comments. You know what I go on Instagram for? <laughs> for thirst. When I'm feeling thirsty, I go on Instagram. I don't go on Instagram to argue with other grown men and type paragraphs. That's what y'all do. I let y'all do that. I get my shit off by speaking. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing, nothing I've said could be fit into a three or four sentences or a character limit. So if you want some smoke, then you're going to have to come to my live stream. If you want me to uh, answer a question or explain something, then you're going to have to bring your ass to my live stream. My Instagram is like a, a, a window into what I'm going to do. It's like, the, it's like uh, looking into the window as you pass by. It's not going to give you everything. It's just, a, it's just a preview into what I'm going to do. Okay? So that's just what that is. Somebody said, this is what I'm talking about. Somebody said, Bud has done nothing to be number one. Once again, when Canelo becomes undisputed, is he not the greatest thing walking God's green earth? Canelo wore a crown after he became undisputed, press one, but Crawford becoming undisputed is nothing. That's what I love about this shit. Anybody but black fighters do some shit it's like, it's mag it means it's like, uh, are you black? No. Well, plot plus 1,000 significance. Same thing with Clarissa. 
No one in women's boxing did more than Clarissa did. She entered the Guinness Book of World Records this year. No one in men's boxing did what she did, but no one acts like no one acknowledged what she did. So again, but again, if Michaela Mayer does this shit or Katie Taylor was to do it, they'll make a whole career off of it. So again, I'm not. I don't understand it. I don't understand the logic. Uh, like I said, Terrence Crawford, uh, that's part of his body, is being undisputed. You always have to say he's an undisputed champion. And he was on that list before Taylor and Canelo was. Crawford comes to 147, and he shares an opponent with, Port, uh, with Errol and Porter. He shares an opponent with... Uh, Errol and Kell Brook. He smoked both of them dudes. You said black people discredit Bud the most, but we on code though, right? No, niggas ain't niggas don't believe in no code. They believe in the code that they using, but not no universal code. They don't believe in unspoken and unwritten code. No, they believe in dick riding whoever they like and whoever they want to boost up or whoever they're close to. I don't like I said, I don't need to be close to no fighter to have good common logic and use reasoning. So, you know, uh somebody again, they gonna say this list is a BET list or an ebony list. These fighters will whip your ass, press one. I don't give a fuck what they look like. And every t- and it's crazy because they keep showing y'all. Stephen Fulton showed y'all the difference between a fighter who could just go to war and a fighter who could go to war and box your ass at the same time he's going to war. Stephen Fulton showed you that. All these fighters is highly skilled. Jermel Charlo got one of the better resumes on this list. He beat Rosado like five years, ten years ago. John Jackson and Lubin, Harrison twice, Rosario. But they say he ain't did nothing. And then you got fighters ducking other fighters so that they won't move up on this list. Devin Haney, George Cambosis. The reason why I don't have George Cambosis on my list is because I don't believe he's a better fighter than nobody on my list. He gets hit a lot, press one. He likes to select the war button, press one. And T.O.'s game plan was hot shit. Think about a boxer in there with Cambosis. Bruh, Cambosis get hit a lot. He got knocked down in that fight. He was beat up in that fight. Trust me. If he fight a boxer, it's going to be different. Terrible game plan from Tiafimo Lopez. Oh, let me try to stop him in the first round. Oh, I couldn't stop him in the first round. What the fuck kind of game plan was that? Nobody on my list bringing a game plan like that. Sorry. Nobody on my list going to say... Uh, I'm fighting Cambosis. Let me stop him in the first round. Nobody. Press one. These dudes likely to break your ass down. 
somebody answer a be mother boss question. I'm not answering none of them questions. I'm going to let my chat answer you because it's not worth my damn time. You dig? Because it ain't rocket science. But maybe somebody else will let you know. Type that shit again and block him. Just kick him out if he type it again. Answer him and then if he keep typing that shit, kick him out. Take my fighters. Go get, like I said, remember, you know, like old school, like, hey, man, get you a super team. You know how you used to bring your team to the to the gym or to the rec league or some shit or to the park? Go get a team of 10. You go get a team of 10. Nigga, if I bring this team of 10, I'm smoking your 10. If you got, if you don't have these dudes on your 10, you bring a fucking 10 with a new A on it. Press one. I'm smoking you. Bring a fucking top 10 with a strata on it. I'm smoking you. I'll send Stephen Foden Jr. down there to them little weights. He'll smoke all of them fucking microweight niggas you got on that list. From Chocolatito to Bernadito and Lomachoco Lovadev and Sama Moon, Titty Moon, Bangkok, all them fucking random Thai fucking Thailand fighters y'all be fighting in 102 pounds and shit. Motherfucking Roma Lomachenkolev Gonzalez. Stop it, nigga. So that's that's dead. Y'all ain't y'all ain't getting nothing off over there. 130, one, 130 to one forty. I'll send Shakur out there for anybody. I'll send Devin and I'll send them Tank out there for anybody. Huh? I got the best welterweights on the list. I got the best junior middleweight on the list. Press one. Who should be on there? Demetrius Andre. Nigga, don't ask me where Canelo at. Ask me when Canelo gonna fight Jermel Charlo or Demetrius Andre or David Benavidez. Actually, it don't even matter. He still ain't. He could, Canelo could do anything in boxing he want to. And he can accomplish anything he want to. But he will never be considered the best to me because he tested positive for a banned substance. Period. It don't, he could still be undisputed, he could become undisputed, he could do the same shit Clarissa did after he, after she already did it, which is more important, right? To do it after someone else already did it. He still, and shout out to Blu-ray for bringing that back into my conscience. It's a reason why I asked Blu-ray, who's a trainer, right? Who works with athletes and stuff like that. What do you feel about that? Well, me, I could have, I was in, he said, Champside. I mean, I, I came up through bodybuilding where, dr- where, 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 where steroid use is common, like, common. And I could have been, I've been in situations where I could have cheated, but I wouldn't have felt right. My conscience, I wouldn't have been able to sleep at night. I wouldn't have been able to feel like, oh, yeah, I'm the best. When I know that I did something to gain a competitive advantage. These dudes have no shame. Ah, oh, man, it was the meat. It was the tea. It was a burrito. It was some hog head cheese I had. It was some motherfucking wild boar testicles, press one. Ask, Tyson, ask me where they at on the list, and I'm going to ask you, where do you find wild boar testicles, press one, with lace with nandrolone? See, y'all want to talk about who's the best, but y'all don't want to talk about who's, been, who's tested positive for, for banned substances. 
if the if the damn substances wasn't no big deal, then why the fuck they ban them? Dummies. If they ain't no big deal, then why they on the list to begin with? You can't have it both ways. You can't tell me, oh, let's talk about the best, but then you don't want to talk about how people are cheating. You don't want to talk about how people have been found positive. Clarissa, just DM me. <laughs> she said, how's Stephen Fulton not on there? Oh, I'm about to tell her, girl, you better reread that shit. So, this is where I'm at. I must be the standard. ESPN is owned by Disney. Mike Coppinger is owned by Disney. Dan Raphael and Tim Bradley and everybody, Joe Tessitore and motherfucking Mark Kriegel and Max Kellerman are owned by Disney, press one. That's a fact. Disney puts out that pound for pound list, press one. Well, this ain't no motherfucking fairy tale, nigga. This is reality. Tim Lock up the puppets, man. Nigga, this ain't no motherfucking Pocahontas. This ain't no motherfucking, this ain't no motherfucking, remember them old thick Disney tapes on VHS that used to drop? This ain't that. This ain't the damn Disney channel. <laughs> this ain't the damn Disney channel, I'm telling you. Facts. This is a real movie right here. This ain't even a movie. This is real life. This is the real reality TV. Man, nigga, this ain't. Uh, what's them shits they be having? Up and Snow, all them little weird little Disney movies. Or not weird. I ain't going to say weird because kids love Disney movies. No disrespect. <laughs> you said that's why their list is a fantasy. Exactly. It's fantasy and it's fanatical. So I'm going to leave it at that. Let's see. Let me get to the two-hour mark since it's 2022. How was y'all New Year's, man? Let me know how y'all New Year's was. What do y'all expect this year? Who do y'all? Okay, let's talk about the list like this. Who do y'all think is going to make the biggest jump on my list in 2022? We got a potential Crawford-Spence matchup. We got a potential Stevenson versus anybody at 130 who want to fight. We got a Devin potentially becoming undisputed versus Cambosis. Now, if Cambosis was to beat Devin Haney, guess what? Don't act like I ain't going to give him no, no credit, because I will. But again, I feel like T.O., terrible game plan. T.O. cut off Devin. Loma cut off Devin. Now Cambosis is acting like he want to cut off Devin. So, again, I'm not giving dudes credit for ducking dudes on that, that, that can't seem to get a fair shot like Andre. Think about it. And Andre probably would have made my list 10 times over if I had my list throughout the years. But not because, again, not because dudes want to fight him. Because when Andre was the last piece of the puzzle, so y'all say undisputed. Canelo is great because he came, became undisputed, but he didn't want to become undisputed at 160 when Andre was there, when Andre was the last piece of the puzzle. Like Devin is the last piece of the puzzle. Like Stephen Foden Jr. is the last piece of the puzzle or half of the puzzle to John Clyde Van Damme. Like Jermel Charlo is half of the piece of the puzzle to Kistano. Like Usyk is... Uh, uh, three quarters of the uh, 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 
to the puzzle to Tyson Fury. All of these fights, Usyk could, could become undisputed. Devin could become undisputed. Jermel could become undisputed. Stephen Fulton Jr. could become undisputed. Crawford or Spence can become undisputed. So it's a lot of things that can happen in boxing. The question is, will they because of politics? Period. We could have been figuring out who's better than, between Crawford and Spence. But the fact they haven't fought means a nigga got to keep guessing, press one. I don't want to guess. I want them to fight so you niggas can stop bitching in my comments, press one. Yeah, put that on the 2022 wish list. I wish they settled this shit once and for all so niggas could go to, go to bed, man. Go to bed. Well, I'm telling you, it's going to be some hurt feelings that night. And guess who ain't going to be hurt? I ain't going to be hurting at all. Y'all already putting all y'all eggs in one basket. Oh, it's got to be Spence. It's got to be Crawford. Somebody finna be wrong than a motherfucker. I'm going to just be sitting there enjoying it for what it is. It's like watching Nas and Jay battle in person, nigga. I don't got to pick a side. I'm going to just sit back with the popcorn and watch. He drop a hotline and say, ooh, I like that shit. He drop a hotline and say, damn, I like that shit. Then when they done at the end of the round, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm going to be hyping it. I ain't going to be, oh, man, nah, that was a weak line. And then when he say this line, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. You heard him. That's how y'all niggas be. Y'all like little cheerleaders. Like, remember when Spence, why your nigga talking from the side? That's all y'all niggas press one. Why your nigga talking from the side? Why you talking... Yeah, trust me. They got people talking from all from both of y'all side like a motherfucker they talking. Remember, Errol's like, tell your nigga to stop talking from the side. <laughs> That's all of y'all. Who is y'all? Y'all is whoever it applied to. So if you ain't into y'all, then I ain't talking to you. But definitely y'all. <laughs> yeah, URL TV. Why y'all nigga talking from the side? Yeah, that's how they, that's how, that's exactly how y'all be. Y'all just keep running. Like Errol and, Errol and Crawford finna fight, right? And y'all like, man, you didn't do nothing at 140. You ain't beat nobody. Who you be? <laughs> man. So, yeah, like I said, I'm gonna just enjoy it. Like, it's, you witnessing, this is really greatness. Now, you know what's funny? I, I just want to interject this. It's kind of random. But speaking of, and I didn't get to, oh, I meant to ask Blue Blood. I mean, not Blue Blood, uh, Blu-ray this. Shout out to Blue Blood, by the way. But I meant to ask him this. Notice how the same people that prop up Canelo have accused Errol and the Charlos of being on steroids, even though they've never tested positive for steroids. Errol Spence's nipples. Press one. That is the extreme... Y'all are willing to go to find something that a clean fighter has done to bring them into the cheating element, into the cheating world. But Canelo tested positive for a banned substance, and they'll tell you, well, look at the hair follicle molecule, illogical, diabolical. It says that he didn't really test positive for nothing. So Errol is a cheater because of what because of the the perception you have of his nipples. Press one. I'm just it sounds weird, but nigga, that's what's going on. So don't try to play dumb now. They analyzing this man's nipples, but they don't say nothing 
when Canelo has already tested positive, when Oscar Valdez has already tested positive due to herbal tea. But Errol Spence's nipples, press one. I happen to know the nipple diaphragm and diagram and the, the nipple density on Errol Spence. You niggas is examining another man's nipples, press one. I rest my case. And don't tell me you ain't seen it because I know you have. And then the Charlos, right? They went out of town or something. They missed, they had a flight or something. They didn't, they missed one of the testers. So, oh man, they cheating. But y'all ain't got no problem with the people that's actually got caught cheating. Y'all will do more and accuse people of what they haven't done. I rest my case, ladies and gentlemen. I present to you the 2022 pound for pound rankings, one through 10, Crawford, Spence, Stevenson, Taylor, Fulton, Charlo, Haney, Davis, Innocent, Ugas. On the women's side, we got the top 10, Shields, Serrano, Taylor, Cruz, Desern, Baumgartner, Estrada, McCaskill, Gabriels, Mayer, and Cedar Roos. I definitely want to apologize to Freshon Cruz, Desern for the misspelling of her name, but we'll get it fixed. With a nice H in there for Sean. So that is our list. Save them. Share them. Uh, discuss them. Do what you will. But one thing you definitely better do is put some respect on it. And like I said, remember, when you, when you diminish my list, you're saying that Terrence Crawford ain't a top fighter. That Errol Spence ain't a top fighter. That Shakur ain't a top fighter. That Josh Taylor ain't a top fighter. That Stephen Fulton ain't a top fighter. Press one. That Jermel Charlo ain't a top fighter. That Devin Haney and Javante Davis and Jerron Ennis and Dennis Ugas is not top fighters. And we know that that's a motherfucking lie. So hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thank y'all for being the audience. Uh, let's see. Shout out to... Uh, Let's see. Shout out to... Uh, let's see. Oh, my dude. Appreciate you. Shout out to my dude, Stat. He already updated it. He already updated it. Let me get that up there. Hold on. We got to do this right, y'all. I'm a perfectionist to a T. Let's see. Let's, let's repost that up. I wish Instagram let you edit stuff that you already posted. Hold on, I'm going to give y'all the updated uh, shout out to Stat, man. Go to uh, go on Instagram and search Stat the Artist or go to my... Uh, or go to my Instagram and follow uh, Stat the Artist. You need graphic designs, things like this done? He is your guy. He the man. I was really, it's really not, it's really, it's really my fault because I was supposed to triple double check that. So it's all good. When we trying to, when you're trying to be perfect, you know, things happen. But we, we, we pretty close. Okay, here we go. Here's the, if y'all want to uh, re-screenshot the women's side. Pride in our craft. Yeah, we got to take pride in our craft. Bam! Small detail, but it's there. Got the H in there. Serving eight.
Ain't shit. Okay, there we go. There we go. So let me uh and then I'll give y'all the small version too as well. Hold on, the Instagram version. I'm gonna get to my cash apps. Just let me say this real quick. I don't apologize. I don't apologize for my list. I don't apologize for ranking how I rank people where I rank them. If anything, my list should make them reconsider their list. Press one. I don't think my. I think they need to reconsider what they doing. What y'all think? I don't think I need to reconsider nothing. I think, um, I think I'm the light in darkness. Press one. Just like this. This is what boxing is like without me, press one. <laughs> this is what boxing is with me. You dig? So, um, this is like taking niggas out the Stone Ages, press one. This is like how to more civilize Spain. We just doing a little, oh, shit. I'm talking shit. My battery. Press one. Press one. We doing that work that the Moors did in Spain. They don't know. Here, nigga, here's a bar of soap. Clean it up. <laughs> Hey, we came in the air. Here's here, nigga. Here's here's a bar of soap. Clean this shit up. Clean this shit up. Okay. Here's a toilet. <laughs> shit in there and clean this shit up. Okay. That's how we doing. Here's a here's a sewer here's a sewage system for you to flush this uh, flush the bullshit out of boxing. Those is those is metaphors. So you know, got a little bit. Got know a little bit about the Moors in Spain. You dig to know more about that. To know more about that, you see, wordplay. So anyway, I'm just talking shit. But uh, thank y'all for listening, and shout out to everybody in the chat. Follow us on Instagram at champ underscore side. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at the champ side. Visit the website champside.com for the official merchandise of the baddest brand in the land. Shout out to uh, let's see, shout out to Wayman Davis in the cash app. He says, supporting the grind. And shout out to Clarence McLean in the cash app. You said, happy New Year's, champ side. Appreciate that. And shout out to, uh, let's see. Shout out to, oh, I'm trying to bring my screen back. Shout out to uh, Mr. Finesse. You said, the baddest brand in the land coming with the only pound for pound list that matters. Let them cry about it. Salute, champs. I appreciate you in the super chat and shout out to the real gamer. You said salute to the baddest brand in the land coming with the best pound for pound list for the new year 2022. Keep cooking. Keep serving them the truth, champs. I appreciate you for the super chat and shout out to President Jafar. You said much respect to champs. I keeping it 100 integrity over popularity. Bud is the king. I'll say this, it's really not much that separates the two, but you had only one person can be one. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I tell people. What if the difference between said fighter is only a round or two rounds? And for judges, any round could go any way in some rounds, right? They call it a swing round. So what if the difference between my one and two is a couple swing rounds? Ever consider that? So again, it's very hard. Uh, to 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 put anybody over someone else because then you almost have to say, well, they're better or they've done more or something. You have to almost quantify, uh, uh, quantify or qualify it. But at the end of the day, I don't think to say Bud doesn't deserve to be number one, in my opinion, 
is uh I, I honestly, I don't see more. When I look at like a Canelo, I don't see more skills from him. I see a fighter who probably relies on their power more than most people uh, mention. Because I see him get bo- outboxed in a variety of fights. I've seen Canelo get outboxed in the Lara fight, press one. I've seen him get outboxed in the Mayweather fight, press one. I've seen him get outboxed in the Kovalev fight, press one. I've seen him get outboxed. In the con fight, briefly, press one. I've seen him get outboxed in the plant fight, press one. Like I'm not seeing a, a lot of the fighters that I'm that I'm I got here. They're not losing a, a ton of rounds or some shit. You know, I thought the the Porter fight was pretty close, but um, you know, uh, some of that is game plan as well too. You're not gonna go to take a fighter out um, right early in the fight, but um, like I said, when we talk about skill set. I see the so-called pound-for-pound fighter on their list getting outboxed all the time. So how good, how is he the top boxer when he stay getting outboxed? And I've seen him get washed, and he lost. So again, it's like, depending on who you are, they'll put you on the top of the list because that's what they want. They want to establish someone as the king. But the reality is, is none of y'all are Floyd Mayweather. See, Floyd didn't make it hard. I ain't had nobody had to figure out who was the best. Floyd is the best. Roy is the best. It wasn't no damn mystery. That's because of the work he put in. So when y'all get it to that point, then we won't even have to discuss these things. We won't have to go back and forth. Who did this? Who did that? Because y'all should be knocking each other off one by one. So until people, until your favorite fighters start knocking the uh, other people off or the people that you want to see them knock off, how they going to go forward? Right? That's called show and prove. That's past talking. That's proving it. And uh, like I said, no one has Errol higher. No one has Shakur higher. No one has Josh Taylor higher. No one has Steven. You will never see this top five nowhere in boxing. Nowhere. No one in boxing got Crawford, Spence, Stevenson, Taylor, Fulton. Nobody. Nobody got them in their top five. They might have Crawford in their top five. They don't have Earl in the top five. Most of the time, they don't have Shakur in the top ten. They don't have Josh Taylor in the top five. They don't have Stephen Fulton in the top ten. They don't even have Jermell Charlo in the top ten. They don't got Devin Haney on the top ten. They don't got Jerron Ennis on the top ten. They ain't got Tank Davis on the top ten. Facts. These is facts. They got Estrada and Inoue and Lomachenko and shit. Well, I tell you, I put Estrada Lomachenko in the new way against Fulton Stevenson and uh, and a Devin Haney. I'm going to come back with them wins. You might get one, but I'm going to get two. Straight up, Fulton beat anybody at his weight class or smaller, period. And he's at, what, 22? So ain't nothing but 26 and I ain't. Y'all still don't want to fight Gary Russell, press one. Why Gary Russell ain't on the list? Because he don't fight a lot. But y'all ain't trying to fight him. Leo Santa Cruz ducked him. Carl Frampton ducked him. A whole bunch of people ducked Gary Russell Jr. Again, Gary Russell Jr., Demetrius Andre, what's the difference? Y'all say they ain't fought nobody, but the dudes, the dudes been, they just holding their belts down. Nobody want to fight them. But if Jeff Horn got a belt, niggas is running to fight him. If it's some random Euro bump, everybody running to go fight that person. When Benavidez had the belt at 168, Canelo wasn't running to fight him. He said, I don't fight Mexicans. 
But then when he lost the, the title on the skills, then he ran the fight for it in a vacant belt championship. So don't tell me politics ain't involved when the WBC is making franchise belts and talking about niggas is the pride champion. They don't even know what they don't even know. They just making this shit up as they go because it's about politics. It's about what they say, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. It's about who put enough money in my pocket for me to change something. Shout out to Roland Curtis. You said Canelo, Canelo, Canelo. Steroids, steroids, steroids. Floyd Money Mayweather, a.k.a. TBE. Shout out to you in the super chat. That's what Floyd said earlier this year. Floyd said, just because, Cano uh, just because Crawford and Spence haven't fought yet doesn't mean they're not top fighters in the sport, press one. If that's what Floyd said, press one in the chat. He said, everybody talks about Canelo. Canelo, Canelo, Canelo. Steroids, steroids, steroids. Y'all don't want to talk about that. Again, these are, I'm going to take the guidelines of the masters. You dig? That's a master boxer. And he's a, uh, he, he's a master teacher to Canelo Alvarez. And Canelo is his student. And that man said that. That came from one of the best fighters, and he beat the guys that y'all praising. So it ain't no hate. But again, he's right. So that's it. Follow us on Instagram at champ underscore side. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at the champ side. Visit the website, champside.com, for the official merchandise of the baddest brand in the land for the best media content. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Yeah, now locked in to the champ side. Like champ side will say, press one. And even after all my logic and my theory, I add a motherfucker so you ignorant niggas hear me. Shout out to champ side, they always show love. Always show love to fighters and things like that, you know what I'm saying? Not being biased, just giving honest opinions on things. I appreciate y'all being 100 in the sport. And you're listening and you're tuning in. The baddest brand on the land. Champ side, baby. Shout out to Champ Side. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at Shakur Stevenson. Shout out to Champ Side. They the best in the business. Thank you guys so much for your support. Love Champ Side. Thank you. Appreciate you. Shout out Champ Side, the baddest brand in the land. Always show me love. You know, y'all been here since day one. Thank you. And you also can find me here at Champ Side. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know I gotta do it for my dude. Let me just add this. It's a lot of people who said I got. Arrow here, I got cool. But remember, your personal opinion is not an entity or a platform in boxing. Champside is a platform that's established with a brand in boxing. It's not the same as your individual pound for pound list. So everybody coming in my comments saying, well, I got... This person should be there. This person should be there. Maybe on your individual list, okay? Don't come on my list trying to change it. But feel free to voice your opinion on where you have people on your own individual list. But again, you can make your own list. So I just want to drop that before I take off. Peace. Shout out to Chance out there. Always showing love. Always showing love to fighters and things like that. And not being biased, just giving honest opinions on things. I appreciate y'all being 100 in the sport. And you're listening and you're tuning in to the baddest brand on the land, Champ Side, baby. Shout out to Champ Side. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at 
Twitter, Ashley Court Stevenson. Shout out to Champside, they the best in the business. So thank you guys so much for your support. Love Champside. Thank you, appreciate you. Shout out Champside, the baddest brand in the land. Always show me love. You know, y'all been here since day one. Thank you. And you also can find me here at Champside. You hear me? You know I gotta do it for my dude. Shout out to the Champside, man. AB man, checking out. Bro, I talked to you when I was champ side. Why you keep letting me say champ side? That was me. Hey, bro, I thought that was you, bro. I look back at the media thing. I thought they were. Champ side, what's up, baby? From Tio Fimo Lopez, shout out to champ side. Shout out to Champ Side, the baddest brand in the land. Catch the exclusives, all the exclusives on the baddest brand in the land. That's Champ Side. Shout out to Champ Side, my dude, bro. Shout out. Reach the program. Thanks for Champ Side, man. Always showing love. Champ Side, what up, baby? He got it hands down, no, no questions, if ands, or buts. I got him. Champ Side, holla at him. Appreciate you for having me. Champ Side boxing, y'all. I think Champ Side is the next to blow. And um, I, I, I really, really believe it's the future of uh, covering boxing. So hopefully they stop hating and start appreciating. And get with the champ side, you know, rock with the champ. And I want to give a big shout out to Champ Side because they were uh, ruthless. Like they stood up for me and continue to stand up for what's right in boxing and use their platform um, to tell the truth. They like that, like that. Champ Side. Champ Side. You heard? We're going to be champ all right. Side. You heard? Lock up the puppets, 